We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It is Friday. It's February 24th. It's 2023. We have an eight-game NBA slate to talk about here on today's podcast. I'm joined by my buddy, Keith Eiser, Eyes819. Keith, what's happening, my friend? Not too much. Thought we were going to have a nice, easy um, lead back into the NBA, the, the grind that is daily NBA. Um, and the Blazers threw us through a loop here on, on Thursday night, um, ruling out Lillard and Grant. And then we had, we were like, the lineup was just a complete mess. And we are now playing, uh, Archie Dianaco, Dianaco. I can't say that name, but yeah, uh, him <laughs> in, in 2023 NBA DFS, who would have thunk it, but here we are. So, uh, let's, let's move on to Friday. Hopefully we don't have near as many shenanigans to deal with on Friday. I mean, it's that time of the year. We talked about it a little bit on the podcast yesterday. We're past the All-Star break. We're going to see teams. I, I mean, and, and like the Blazers kind of shocked me a little bit because they're still, they're part of that, like, what is it? Eight teams or whatever that are vying for the, the bottom part of the West. I mean, they're still in the conversation. So, I mean, I, I don't think Portland is in the situation where they want to take games off. Uh, but obviously they felt like with Simon's out and um, Lillard maybe just needing another day, you know, so who knows? Uh, we didn't, we didn't expect that one, especially coming off of the all-star break. So uh, we'll see how that all plays out. I'm kind of over here just sweating Zach Collins to get over and I'll have a good night. Um, I'll hit a five X. So nice little 10 X money. Nice. Pay for some disc golf losses um, that I had. I did really well. 
like doing the FPO field and then the MPO field, the wind died out in the afternoon. And uh, I was not expecting that. Uh, the weather people were not expecting that either. So uh, that did not go well. But um, yeah, I mean, someone in chat, Richie asked, is this year's upcoming draft that good? Um, I mean, there are there are at least, what, three college basketball players or three players that are coming into the draft that could change organizations. And, yep. you know, we talk about it all the time. The number one pick is huge this year because, uh, you know, we know what's happening there. Yeah, I mean, Wembenyana is perhaps the best prospect since LeBron to come out. Yep. Um, so, yeah, definitely worth tanking for. We're going to see all kinds of crazy stuff down the stretch of this NBA season because teams will be fighting very, very hard to land that number one pick for sure. What is it? Is it um, because he's from France and then they have um, what is it? Henderson. Henderson's in the G league right now. Yeah. Yeah. The kid from Alabama. Um, Miller. Brandon Miller. Yep. So, I mean, that's like just off the top of my head. That's like three. I know. Um, like Grady Dick and Anthony Black, Chris Murray. I mean, there's some good, there's some good talent coming into the draft this year. But um, Victor from France, big guy, sure. just, just really, really good. Um, so like yes, seven, four yes. Point to guard. answer your question, is the upcoming <laughs> draft? Yes. What's that? He's like a seven four point guard, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, like he, his, he's got some of the he like ball it. skills, man. Yep. Some of the ball <laughs> skills are insane. Um, from the videos that we've seen of him, so yes. Is the upcoming draft that good? Yeah, I mean, it's above average. Um, from everything I've read, I don't follow college basketball a ton, um, but everything that I've read is, yes, it is above average this year. So, uh, And we see this, like, you know, if you're in that position where you're the Spurs or the Rockets or the Pistons, I mean, there's no point in winning games at this point of the year. You know, try to get a player that could potentially change your franchise. Um and it doesn't always like players that are drafted in the top three don't always change your franchise, but yeah, I mean, there's some, uh, there's some good players. Um, I've been, I've been looking into like Grady Dick and Chris Murray a little bit more recently, just because I think that's kind of where Orlando's going to be at um, pick wise. So I really, I mean, just saying, I, I really hope they get Grady Dick because we kind of need someone that can shoot and he seems like that. But anyway, anyway, sidetracked. Welcome to the show. Um, eight game NBA slate today. Fun slate. Um, we hit the New Orleans plus five and a half yesterday by a half point. Gotta love that. That's a good start to this Thursday night, uh, Friday podcast. So we'll roll off of that and we'll get started here with the Knicks and the Wizards. Two twenty four and a half total. Um, the Wizards a two point favorite in this game. On as far as the injury report goes here. On the Knicks side, Fournier is out. Um, Mitch Robinson is questionable. Washington side, Bradley Beal is questionable, dealing with a little bit of knee soreness. Right off the bat, here we go. Bradley Beal, questionable right after the All-Star break. Who is shocked? I am not. Um, let's go Knicks first. What are your thoughts here on New York? I mean, it's just kind of been the Jalen Brunson show here lately for, for the Knicks. Um, price is still in that high 8K range, 8,800. Um, he's been paying that off pretty frequently like the matchup against Washington. So I think you can certainly go right back there. Um, Randall at 9,800. I'm probably not getting there on an eight game slate. Don't mind the matchup. Wouldn't kick him out of a lineup. If I happen to land right in that range, 
Um, and then it gets pretty, pretty dicey from there. Um, I think Josh Hart is, is okay at 5,800. He's played really well since coming over to the Knicks. Um, RJ Barrett has not. Um, so definitely be, we'll be avoiding RJ Barrett. And depending on Mitch Robinson, like, I don't think we're going to need the bigs. There's going to be value on the slate. Um, but if Robinson sits again, Hartenstein and Sims are, are cheap, but they just, they haven't shown much with Mitch Rob out. So Brunson, the priority, sprinkle in some Josh Hart for some value in the mid range. Um, that's about it here. Yeah. My only, my only concern with Brunson is like, now we're a weekend to, you know, Josh Hart being, you know, in, in the Knicks rotation and, you know, they got a little bit more practice time now. Uh, Barrett is healthier. Um, I mean, quickly, like there's a lot of mouths to feed in New York. They're, they're a solid basketball team. Um, so I'm just like overall, overall worried about like Brunson ceiling at 8,800 on an eight game slate. I mean, he's, he's fine. I don't hate it. Um, I just, I don't love the Knicks here. I don't love this game. This game has a lower total than some of the games that we have on the slate. So I worry just a little bit about that, but I mean, Washington is a very middle of the road defensive team. But, I mean, they're very middle of the road as far as, like, pace goes, too. Um, and New York plays pretty slow with this game. Maybe going a little bit slower. I don't necessarily see a ton of ceiling here on the New York side. Um, on the Washington side, I mean, if Beal is out, I think you could take shots on Kuzma. He's 7,800. Um, Porzingis is expensive. But Kuzma is averaging 60 fantasy points in two matchups against the Knicks this season. So, the fact that he's under 8K... Definitely gets me excited a little bit. Um, Porzingis played in both of those games. So uh, if Beal sits, I have interest in Kuzma. If Beal plays, maybe maybe some tournament shots on a guy like Wright or Morris. But, I mean, overall, I'm probably not going to have a ton of interest in Washington if Beal plays. But if Beal sits, I like Wright. Um, I think he's going to be someone that's going to have a pretty good role here um, with Washington. Yeah, this is pretty dependent on Beal for me. Um, if Beal's in, I probably am not playing anybody from Washington. Uh, if he's out, I like the Kuzma call a lot. Very attractive price tag there. Uh, and then you'd have to look at the guard, whether it's Wright or Morris. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think Wright would see a nice bump. They'll probably start Kispert, but Wright probably sees like 28 minutes. So definitely don't mind that. Morris, I think you could certainly take shots there. Might see a little bit more usage without Beal. Uh, but Kuzma would be the priority. Other than that, um, if Beal plays, probably skipping it. Not the best game to get us started here. Uh, we have, I mean, I promise we have some good games today. We have some mediocre games. This is one of them. We move on to Cleveland at Atlanta. Two 25 and a half total here. The Hawks, a one to one and a half point favorite. Depending on the book that you're looking at, Cleveland will be on the second end of a back-to-back. So we'll wait and see. If anything comes out for them on the Atlanta side of things, John Collins is out. He is in concussion protocol. Um, I mean, they already ruled him out, so I don't expect him to play. So he did not get clearance during the all-star break. So he's still out. Um, so wish him a speedy recovery. Concussions are no joke. Um, assuming that Cleveland rolls out their normal lineup here. Any interest in the Cavs in this one? lukewarm um i like the matchup against atlanta but the Cavs are not a team i play a ton when they're this healthy um with both guards in there it's tough to get to pay up for mitchell garland is cheap 
I still don't think I get there. Um, he can certainly pay off 7,700 even alongside of Mitchell, um, but pro- would not be a priority. Evan Mobley's been p- playing really well. Um, I think he'd be my favorite target here from Cleveland. Allen is just priced about, about where he should be. So no priorities on Cleveland. I think they're all playable, uh, but just won't be won't be prioritizing any of them, I don't feel like. Yeah, I mean, I hate the the fact that they're on the second end of a back-to-back at these price tags. Um, I, I mean, so Mitchell has been someone that's been kind of banged up coming off of a kind of a mediocre game um, on Thursday night. So maybe they give him a day off and we can play Garland. But, I mean, if both of these guys play, I don't really have a ton of interest. Um, Levert, I think, is going to continue to play minutes even with both of these guys healthy. So at 4,500, I think Levert is very playable here. Um, assuming that he plays nothing, everyone's a go. Assuming everyone's a go. I think Levert is someone we could take shots on here at 4,500. We were kind of yesterday, kind of figuring out where the minutes like Kevin love minutes are going to kind of end up. And I mean, we just kind of saw a tighter rotation on Thursday for Cleveland. So, um, just something to pay attention to moving forward with them. So we saw six guys or five guys play over 30 minutes and then Osman Okoro um, play 20 and 27 minutes. So Atlanta side, I mean, new coach um, McMillan out. We have, it's a Perny, right? Perny, Joe Perny used to coach for Milwaukee, right? I'm pretty sure. Don't know much about him. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, as far as I know, as far as I remember, I'm pretty sure he coached for Milwaukee five, six years ago. Um, he's been an assistant coach in the NBA for a long time. He interim head coach for them in 2018, but he's been an assistant in the NBA since 1996 with San Antonio. So uh, he's been around for a very long time. Um, I mean, he's won championships. So, I mean, that's obviously something to note. He was with that San Antonio team that won a few championships. So, um. I mean, I don't know really what to expect. With John Collins out, I think that potentially opens up a few minutes here. Um, for a guy like Bay at 4,600, he's he's the guy that I'm kind of eyeing. You know, this is a guy that, you know, they went out and traded for. This is a spot where no John Collins, new coach. Maybe Sadiq Bay plays like 25-plus minutes at 4,600. We know that when he gets the minutes, the opportunity is usually there for him to have good fantasy days. So I'm kind of looking at him. What does this mean for Clint Capella? Um, is a new coach going to, you know, mean that we're going to get 30 plus minutes from Capella? Like it's tough to say. Um, Atlanta's in it. Like they're not a team that's out of it in the East. So maybe we see this coach come in and like, maybe we see tighter rotations and, we see a different Atlanta team. So maybe we see a loser Atlanta. It's tough to say. Um, but I will say this, Keith, like the question marks are fantastic for DFS tournaments. Um, you can take some shots. You know that Trey Young and DeJounte Murray are going to do their thing, but you could take some shots elsewhere here with a Bay or Bogdanovich, a Hunter, and just say, I'm going to take a shot on some of these cheap guys and maybe their roles get increased. Capella, Capella plays 35 minutes, even in a tough matchup, he's in a good spot. So, um, I, I mean, I don't mind taking some shots here with a new coach, not really knowing what his rotations are going to be, uh, especially coming off the all-star break. 
Yeah, I, I like the uncertainty in attacking that in tournaments. Um, the only problem is it's Cleveland, which is the toughest matchup in basketball. They they rank number Slowest one in pace, number yep, one defense. Yep, yep. It's just the absolute death for for DFS. So I probably just wait and see how it plays out. Um, hopefully the pricing doesn't adjust. We can pick up a, a couple of patterns in this first game with the new coach, and then attack it in their next game. Hopefully in a better matchup. Um, I'm definitely not paying up for for Young or Murray here. I don't think. I do like your Sadiq Bay call, uh, 4600 with Collins out. He should get some run here. So even in a tough matchup, he's cheap enough. You can take some shots there. Um, but yeah, I, outside of that, I don't have much interest. Capella is intriguing. Just it's a tough matchup to try to take a shot on him. Uh, but he is cheap. Certainly understand the angle there. But I, I definitely would go to Bay first. All right, moving on. We got Miami at Milwaukee taking on the Bucks. No total in this game. Um, few books have Bucks favored by two, but no actual total out. Um, Hero is probable. Kyle Lowry is out. Giannis is doubtful. Um, dealing with a wrist sprain. Connington is doubtful um, as well. Dealing with a calf soreness. So kind of a weaker Milwaukee team today, um, which could benefit Miami. Um, let's go. I mean, I talked about this yesterday. Kevin Love's, you know, debut with Miami. He's going to be minimum salary. I don't know what we're really expecting from him minutes wise, but just throwing it out there that he is going to be 3K for this debut. Uh, what are your thoughts here on the Heat? Yeah, I'm, I'm interested because of Giannis sitting or likely sitting. Um, I don't know. The Heat are not a team I like to play a lot, but the, I think you have to take some shots here. I like you're going to have some Milwaukee value on the other side if if Giannis sits. So definitely looking for somebody to run that back with. Bam is the most expensive. Brooke Lopez has played really good defense for my Miami or for Milwaukee on the other side. Butler just I don't know hasn't had much of a ceiling this season. It seems like. So I'm probably looking at Hero first, 7,300. I think that's a fair price tag. Um, should handle the ball plenty with no Kyle Lowry. Vincent's price tag has come up enough where I don't love that. Um, so, I mean, Hero is probably my primary option here for, for Miami. You can sprinkle in Bam and Butler if you want. Giannis being out is a big deal. Like you said, a, a watered-down Milwaukee team. Um, so I'm interested in the game overall. Just not a piece, not a ton of pieces I love here on the Miami side. Yeah, I mean, even like a guy like Max Struss, who's been playing a bunch of minutes recently, just his price at 5,200 is kind of caught up. I mean, when we were getting him under 4K, it was fantastic. Um, you know, anytime you can get a guy under 4K playing 38 plus minutes, it's huge. But his price is kind of caught up. So I just, I, overall, I don't have a ton of interest outside of running it back. I mean, because there are options on the other side of this game that we're going to talk about. Um, so let's go over there. We're going to just kind of assume with Giannis being doubtful and Connington being doubtful, they're both not going to play. So that's how we're going to base off our thought process here. I like to pull up court IQ and look at like the last month with Giannis off the floor. Um, and I took Connington off the floor too, just to kind of get an idea of like recent upside. Um, so Middleton has been someone that has a 39.5% usage rate, averaging 1.6 fantasy points per minute with Giannis and Connington off the floor. Problem is he just he's not playing a ton of minutes, but if he does get that minutes bump, like 
this is off the all-star break. Maybe we see him play 28 minutes, 29 minutes, 30 minutes. Like he was playing 30 minutes earlier this season when he got back. Um, and then he got hurt again. So Middleton at 6,300 is someone that I have circled for sure. Um, I think a guy like Drew is super interesting. Bobby Portis coming back is kind of low key, really good for this matchup. Um, he's been out or he was, he was out for what? Almost a month. Um, so yeah, I mean, I have interest. I have interest in Milwaukee. Um, what are you looking at here with Giannis potentially not playing? Yeah, that, that Portis price tag caught me off guard a little bit. I thought he was going to be a great value, but, um, DraftKings certainly priced him up. I don't know what his what his um, salary tag is over on FanDuel, but I'm I'm interested in Portis. But man, he is fully priced for this. Um, I I want to have some interest in Brook Lopez as well. He's priced up a little too, um, but he we've seen him smash without Giannis a couple of times this season. I think Middleton, even even if you only get the 25 minutes, 6300, I think is a, is a fair tag with the type of usage he might see in this game. Um, Jay Crowder potentially coming back today as well, I believe, which could just further crowd this. So not as good of a situation as I originally was thinking it was going to be, especially with the pricing here, like Drew's priced up, Portis is priced up, Lopez and even Middleton have got bumps as well. So they're in play. Like if Giannis sits, there's going to be a ton of usage to go around. I'll take some shots here. Um, I'm with you. Middleton would be my primary target. I like Brooke as well. Like he's, he's somebody that no, like the field doesn't generally play and he's had a, a great season and shown off a little ceiling. So tough matchup against Bam, but I, I think he can get it done. If Giannis sits. Just quick note, Bobby Portis is 6,400 on. Yeah. He's, that's Chuck. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on. We got Brooklyn at Chicago taking on the bulls. This game didn't have a total earlier so a couple books have it at 224 and a half and bulls minus looks like one and a half here so uh, we'll go off of that ben simmons questionable i think that's why a lot of books are hesitant um to put up lines um on the bull side goran Dragic is questionable green and ball remain out we'll go brooklyn first i mean this is just a completely different looking brooklyn team um so <laughs> Uh, it's going to be, this is going to be a week or so to really kind of nail down the rotations for this team. I know we have a little bit of sample size to go off of, um, with this team, but uh, again, like it's going, it's, it's, it's growing pain, right? Like Ben Simmons, the last game before the all-star break didn't even start. Um, they rolled out bridges, Dinwiddie, Claxton, Cam Johnson, and Finney Smith. So, um, I don't know if Simmons being in or out really matters. I don't know how much we're really going to see him anyway. So uh, Bridges played 36 minutes in that game. Dinwiddie played 35 minutes. Cam Johnson played 35. No one else was over 25 minutes. Um, just kind of noting that, I think we're going to see pretty deep rotations for Brooklyn. But I, I think a guy like Dinwiddie at 72 or a guy like Bridges at 74 or a guy at like Cam Johnson, um, I, I think they're going to play solid minutes and going to be like the core group of this Brooklyn team for the rest of the season. So I don't love and don't hate the matchup. Um, you know, for years we're like, Oh, the Chicago bulls, they're a really good defensive team. They're okay. I mean, they have definitely been playing better defense here recently. They're 
back into the top 10 in defensive rating. Um, I mean, but they played a good enough pace where we definitely can take some shots on Brooklyn here. Yeah. It, the thing is just, I think us not knowing the rotation, Brooklyn doesn't know the rotation at this point. They're still trying <laughs> to figure it out. I think, um, Michael Bridges dropping 45 actual points. What in the world was that? I don't know that I would expect that Nailed again, it. but yeah, I mean, shocking. Good, he was good for shocking. him. Yeah. Good for him. If he becomes the high usage guy on this team, maybe, maybe we target him. Um, I, I wouldn't hate taking a shot on him at 7,400. Dinwiddie at 7,200. Both of those guys are in play. Gets pretty dicey from there. Um, like Finney Smith just doesn't have the usage. Royce O'Neal's lost a bunch of minutes. Like it's it's really tough with this Brook, Brooklyn team. I'm probably sticking with with Bridges and Dinwiddie and just hoping I find a ceiling there. Um, kind of downplaying a lot of these games so far, but there's some juicy ones coming. I promise. For what it's worth, um, Brooklyn at Bridges is under contract for like four more years, three more years. Yeah. Um, so he's not going anywhere. This, this is going to be a guy that they're going to want to kind of see. Um, you know, I, I don't know if anyone's going to take this deal. I was shocked that they took this deal, but I mean, he's getting like 20 million guaranteed over the next four years. So um, I don't know if Phoenix is paying some of that or not. E- anyway, either way, um, they're going to give him minutes. He's going to be a guy that they give minutes. Um, I think Dinwiddie is going to be a guy that they give minutes. The rest, I mean, the rest is where it gets really tough. Um, I I trust the Cam Johnson minutes as well. But after that, I just, I don't trust anything. Um, After that, I mean, maybe you could take shots on Finney Smith at his price. But I think we're we're really just kind of seeing how it plays out, even with Claxton. Um, Because I I think Claxton's a guy, if he can stay out of foul trouble, um, they want he he just he got in foul trouble against Miami the the last game before the All Star break so I'm not really looking at a 25 minutes saying he's not going to play 30 minutes tonight either so a um, little younger of a core for Brooklyn we'll see how it pans out um, I mean they, for what they got rid of and what they got back it's tough to say where this team's going to be at next year Chicago Bulls all three guys healthy Levine DeRozan Vooch. Um, I mean, I think Vooch could have a field day here if they just fed him the basketball, which they were doing there for a little while. He was putting up really good numbers. He was very active rebounding, and we were, you know, giving him that, like, classification of, like, 25-15 upside type games. Um, hate playing Chicago when they're fully healthy. But with that said, I don't expect this Brooklyn team to be the best defensive team. Yeah, I mean, I think it's all it's DeRozan's price for me. Like, I know he was awful before the All-Star break, but he was dealing with that hip issue. Um, he played in the All-Star game. He he did say that he'll be 100% after the break. So I'm going to trust that. 7,800 DeMar DeRozan is just a little bit too cheap. Um, we've seen him up around 9K for, for much, much of the season. So hopefully he can get back in form. Um, like, I don't like playing when, when all three stars for the Bulls are healthy. I don't like playing them either. Um, but DeRozan being the cheapest is not something that we see very often. So I, th- I think I would lean to DeRozan in this matchup. Levine, Vucevic, fine. But um, just DeRozan being cheaper is is where I'm looking. All right. Cruising along. We got Charlotte 
going into Minnesota taking on the Timberwolves 232 and a half total in this one Timberwolves a seven and a half point favorite on the Charlotte side of things uh, Cody Martin is out but Kelly Oubre is probable he's been out for a while um Rogier is probable as well Carlton Towns remains out as well for Minnesota go Charlotte first um Oubre being probable I mean, this isn't a guy that's played since December, so could potentially, I don't know who he necessarily will hurt minutes wise. Um, it's tough to say. What are your thoughts here on Charlotte? Yeah, this, I mean, this is a fantastic game environment. We've got two top five teams in pace in the league here, so I definitely want to find some pieces, but LaMelo is 11K. Granted, he's been he's been paying that off here yeah. recently, though. Um, I'll be taking some shots there. Um, doesn't feel great, but I think like you just got to chase that ceiling a little bit. Maybe he there's a few extra assists for him with Ubre coming back. Um, I think Hayward is probably the guy that gets dinged the most from Ubre coming back. Um, let's see here. Like I don't. It's probably Lamelo for me is is the main target and. Not much else. I'm I'm just going to be hunting that ceiling from Lamelo in a, in a really fast paced game. Like we're not getting much of a discount on Ubre at 7K. Um, who knows what the minutes are going to look like? I, like dinging Hayward. Hayward's overpriced now, so Mark Williams' prices has adjusted accordingly. Um, probably just Lamelo for me. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I think you can make an argument for taking shots on Terry Rozier at 7,400. Like This is a guy that was in the upper 7Ks uh, a lot right there before the end of the All-Star break. So he's still going to get up 18-plus shots um, most nights. So I think Rozier at 7,400, I mean, he's gone over 40 fantasy points in four of the last five games. Um, You talked about the environment being fantastic. It is is a fantastic environment. Minnesota is not the worst defensive team, but as fast as both of these teams like to play and as bad as Charlotte is defensively, um, it's tough not to have uh, like exposure to. So I think that like awesome spot for LaMelo. He's expensive, but it's a great spot. I think if you're looking for a tournament pivot, um, Rogier is that pivot I would look at for Charlotte. Minnesota side of this one, I mean, Edwards is someone that he can just score in bunches. Um, but the guy that I really like here, we've talked about it all season, big guys against Charlotte, uh, Rudy Gobert. 
Rudy Gobert put up 48 against this team earlier this year. He's 7,200, which seems like a lot for Rudy Gobert, but this is a guy that is very capable of going 50-plus fantasy points on any given night. Um, This is the worst team in the NBA against big guys, so I really, really have interest in Rudy Gobert in this spot. Love that call. Um, if, if Rudy Gobert was like 6,400, he'd be massive chalk. Like people don't like playing Gobert anyway. They're certainly not going to want to pay 7,200. But this is one of the best matchups you can get for, for a center. Um, love that call. I'm going to have a ton of exposure to Minnesota. Anthony Edwards might be my favorite play on the entire slate. 9,100 um, with no towns. Just too cheap for this matchup. Um, Conley, I, I know we haven't seen a ton, but he's 5,700. He can certainly pay that off in a, in a really fast paced game. Um, I don't know if I look for value here because the next game there's, there's a ton of value potentially. Um, but I, I absolutely love Edwards and Gobert, and I'll sprinkle in some Conley as well. Let's talk about this value in this next game. Um, gosh. <laughs> no total out in this one. It's Houston at Golden State. Um, I'm a, I'm like guessing we're gonna see like a 240 total. Um, tough to say. I would assume the Warriors are gonna be pretty big favorites in this one as well. Um, Golden State second end of a back to back. Um, right? They play yep. yeah. They so second end of a back to back for Golden State. Wiggins they did say Clay would be available on back-to-backs going forward for what what that's worth, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see some other rest here. Like Draymond, yeah. I think is a prime rest candidate. I mean, I also think it kind of depends on like Wiggins. I know that there's a report that came out like Kerr said that it was like a family matter, so it wasn't like rest first end of a back-to-back and play the second end. So it was like a family issue, so um, I don't know if he'll be back or not. And then on the Houston side, Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. out. Um, so here we go again. Um, I mean, instantly, I think Sangoon, right? 7,500. We saw this guy absolutely smash when Green and, and Porter were off the floor earlier this year. Uh, KJ Martin, Easton, these guys all become very, very interesting plays. We have a little bit of sample size that we can go back and look at over the last month when Green and Porter were out. But, I mean, Sangoon has been someone that really has seen an uptick in production and usage with these guys off the floor. Yeah, it's got to be Sangoon season again, right? Um, I know it's been rough for him lately, but there's there's nobody else to get it done here. Um, a couple a month ago or whenever this situation was playing out, Eric Gordon was taking a ton of shots for this team. He's been traded yeah. away now. So, yep, there's – a, a boatload of shots to be had here. Uh, everyone is underpriced. Love Shingun. He's the guy you want to look look at for ceiling. There's going to be like whoever's starting at point guard. I'm assuming it's going to be Deshaun Nix. It could be somebody like um, Josh Christopher or Ty Ty Washington. Like th- those cheap guards, I'm going to be just rotating through a bunch of them. Even like whoever's starting is going to be massive chalk. But don't be afraid to play the guys behind them too. Um, like. I'll, I'll just be rotating all, all those 3K guards. Jay Sean Tate is a guy that I think you'd take a look at. Like, there's just there's so many shots available here with Green out, Porter's been out, um, and now Gordon gone as well. Like, all these guys are too cheap. Like, Golden State's a little bit depleted. They play really fast. So this is, this is another fantastic game environment. Um, highest exposure game of the slate for me right here. 
there's no way that Washington isn't massive chalk here. Um, he's 3K, should play 25 minutes in this game. Um, just going to be very, very popular. And you for good so? reason. Even if he doesn't start? I think even if he doesn't start, he still plays 25 minutes. Oh, yeah, um, I, I agree with you. But will he be massive chalk if he doesn't start? I think they're going to start Knicks and, and maybe Christopher. And I hope Washington I hope would come that. off the bench. And I think he's you the best tournament player on the start... You think they'd start Christopher over Washington? Kind of, yeah. But I don't think I don't they know, would like, want to start Knicks. I don't think they would start Knicks and Washington together. I might be wrong. Do so you think Knicks is going to be the ball handler? Is kind of what you're thinking to start? Um, yep. But but then Washington's going to run the second unit, and I think he's a fantastic tournament play if that happens. Gosh, I hope I hope that happens. Like I hope that he doesn't start because I I think regardless he plays. 20 plus minutes. I think he ends up closer to 25 to 28 minutes. Yep. Um, again, Sangoon's in a great spot. I just want to hammer that home like one more time, really quick. Jabari Smith at 5,800. Yeah, yeah. So KJ Martin, uh, like don't, KJ don't leave Martin. anybody out. Like this, everybody's underpriced here for these Rockets. Yeah, man. If Josh Christopher starts and if Nick starts and Washington doesn't start, I, I probably end up higher owned on like higher on Washington than I do on those two guys. The, could they yeah. could go big too and start Jabari, Shingun, and somebody like Eason? And then still need like a ball Tate, handler though. Tate at the two. Yeah, I think they I think Deshaun Nix will start at the point for sure. Gosh, give me all the Washington. <laughs> All right, Golden State side, second end of a back-to-back, fantastic matchup. Let's see who plays. I mean, that's the biggest thing here. Uh, this is a 10 o'clock game. We have two other 10 o'clock games, so it's not like a standalone situation, but it is a two-hour gap between like this game and the Minnesota game. Uh, so, and, and someone in chat says guard positions on the Rocket is tough. Just for what it's worth, like you can't go off of like positions on DraftKings. <laughs> like I know Nick's is like a small forward. He no, like no, don't go off all that. So anyway, uh, the Golden State side. Let's see who plays. Uh, first of all, I mean, I think that's the the biggest thing here is just see like who is starting and who's not like maybe out. Um, Divincenzo fifty five hundred. I like him a lot. Assuming that Wiggins doesn't play in this game. Um, yeah, I mean, they did say Clay is going to be available for back-to-backs moving forward. So, I mean, that obviously is great news. Um, just, yeah, I mean, I wonder, I just wonder, like, is the minutes restricted a little bit? I mean, that's, I think, the biggest thing here. But, I mean, if everyone plays, I think it's going to be Poole, Thompson, Looney, Green, DiVincenzo, and I think, like, a guy like Ty Jerome you know, we're talking about so much value on the other side of this game. I think a guy like Ty Jerome could be really interesting for tournaments here. Um, if Wiggins ends up sitting again. Yeah. I mean, there's like a matchup against Houston. It, it's phenomenal. So if, if Wiggins is out, like load up all the golden state, you can fit in um, pool should have a massive usage rate clay, like a little concerned about clay. I think I would definitely rather get to pool, um, but definitely don't, don't be afraid to take some shots on Clay as well. Never love playing Draymond, but the, the matchup warrants it. Um, DiVincenzo might be the best value on the slate, just point per dollar. Like if Wiggins is out, that is. Um, and Looney is still really cheap with a great matchup. Like Shingun doesn't play any defense on the other side. 
the cheap guys, I, I like the Jerome. I'd play Jerome over Kaminga, I think. I didn't see what Kaminga did Thursday night. Um, but just a guy that seems to fail it when he's get, been given opportunities way too much. Um, so give me a guy like Ty Jerome I, and preferably just get up to DiVincenzo. Um, love DiVincenzo if Wiggins sits. But great matchup, best game of the slate. Yeah, I mean, it's a fantastic game. I mean, I, I think tournament-wise, you can make an argument for the Charlotte-Minnesota game being as, just as good. Um, but either way, great game. Definitely want to target it. Oklahoma City facing Phoenix. Uh, 232.5 um, total in this game. Suns, an eight-point favorite. Back-to-back uh, -back for the Thunder. See how that plays out. Um, on the Phoenix side, Kevin Durant still out. Cameron Payne questionable. Shamit out. We'll go OKC first, assuming that everyone plays on the second end of a back-to-back. -back. haven't seen any um, news for them, anything coming out. That game's in like the third quarter as we're recording right now. Uh, SGA doing exactly what I was hoping he was going to do. Absolutely smashing. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Thunder? Yeah, I mean, you just talked about him. It's it's SGA. Um like the, the rest of the rotation is really difficult to figure out, but SGA has been smashing all year long. Um, tough matchup against Phoenix, like LaMelo being more expensive. Maybe he does catch some ownership, but I, I think he's going to be far lower owned than even LaMelo. Um, I think you just go right back to him. He does so much for this team. Um, yeah, I mean, that that's about it. I get he's in play at 7,500, but I, I don't want to target this matchup necessarily. It's really the ceiling for SGA that, that I'm chasing. Um, the big men, they just, none of them play more than like 18 to 20 minutes. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the rest of the rotation is a mess. Just give me SGA. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, I mean, Will talked about Giddy's under points uh, yesterday on the podcast, and that's looking pretty good. I, I mean, we, when we were talking... We were talking about the Thunder yesterday. We were talking about like potentially Lou Dort getting his minutes back. He's at 22 minutes at the end of the third quarter. So, I mean, could potentially see him minutes wise get there. But I mean, they're just, they're so, they're playing such a deep rotation. It's really tough to play the Thunder um, outside Especially of it. Like, you're going to have Houston guys you know are going to play 30 minutes that are even cheaper than these Thunder guys who so you're trying to guess who's going to play 20 minutes and who's going to play 28. Um, the Phoenix side, I, I mean, also like Phoenix should handle the thunder in this game. Um, what are your thoughts on the Suns here? I mean, Aiton has been smashing. Um, Oklahoma City has struggled against bigs for multiple years now, so Aiton at 8,100, I'm certainly interested in, especially with Booker seeming to um struggle to find his groove since coming back from the injury. Uh, he did get it up to 35 minutes in that last one before the All-Star break, so hopefully that minutes restriction is gone. I believe that might have been an overtime game. Um, 
but he's now had the all-star break to kind of further heal. I think we see um, mid-30s minutes for Booker, so I don't hate a shot there if you want to do that. Just I probably lean Aiton um, and just hope to see it from Booker first before I really target him. Paul at 7,900, don't love that. Um, Okoji's price is, is now appropriately adjusted for his new role. Um, if campaign comes back, that that spreads things out even further. So probably Aiton as my favorite target. I'll take some shots on Booker too, just in case I find a ceiling there. I don't mind Okoji um, at 5,200. Like he's going to, until Durant comes back, this dude's going to play a bunch of minutes. Um, yep. So I, I don't hate that. I think like even if Payne comes back, it just I don't think it matters too much. I think he's still with Shamit out too, and Durant out. Uh, he's just gonna he's gonna play a bunch of minutes. So I don't I don't like I don't love the price tag, but I also feel like you know the price is un, uh, fair enough where you can take some shots on him. So uh, Zach Collins rebound is that twenty? I need a bucket. I just need a two pointer. He just got an offensive rebound after missing a layup. Hopefully he gets this put back real quick and I can stop sweating this. He made it. All right, we're good. Nice. Um, <laughs> that all just happened right now. Like live. There we go. Uh, listen, like that makes I me happy. From Stevie. <laughs> yeah, we hit our, we're, we're looking good to hit our morning grind um, game picks yesterday. So uh, Zach Collins getting there helps my 10X. So I'm happy. Um, I think that's two 10Xs. Definitely made up for my lackluster disc golf um, fantasy this morning. So anyway, moving on, we finish out this game, the slate, the slate with Sacramento, Adelaide taking on the Clippers, 231 and a half on some books. Clippers minus six and a half, back to back for the Kings. We'll see. Um, if anything comes out and then Zubak out for the Clippers. So we'll start here with the Kings, assuming everyone's good to go and everyone plays here. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Kings? Tough matchup against the Clippers. Um, like Fox and Sabonis are, are difficult to figure out. They, they seem to trade on and off on who's hot and is finding the ceiling more often. Um, like Sabonis was really cold there for a while, but now it seems that he's, um, like that, that last game before the all-star game, he, he had a really nice game with 24 points and 15 boards. I think I lean Sabonis here in this matchup. Um, just, it's going to be a slower pace game. I tend to target Fox in faster pace games. Um, so give me Sabonis in this one. It's really close both in play. Like they, they can, either one of them can find a ceiling for sure. Herder is a guy I keep chasing because the price tag feels a little bit too low, but, um, so 5,300. I don't love the matchup here, but I don't know. I'll, I'll probably have some exposure here. I, I like um, the two stars on the other side, so I'm probably looking to run that back. And if uh, like Kawhi Sabonis is too expensive, then I think dropping down to somebody like Herder or Barnes is fine. What I think is crazy, like we're looking at Thursday's game. There's five minutes to go in the second quarter. They've played 10 guys. The Kings have played 10 guys, and nine of them have played at least nine minutes. The rotations, and I know they're playing – a Trailblazers team that is a little hampered by injuries. It just, I hate when teams are playing this deep um, and they're doing it on purpose. I know they're doing it on purpose, but um, I just, when you're looking at the price tags, like it's such a, you know, looking at the price tags, it's really tough, but Sabonis 9,900. I think I'm going to pass on 
this slate, there's so many good plays up towards the top. Um, and I don't, I just, man, if I'm taking shots, it's like Keegan Murray, 4,900, but there's better value plays today. So on the Clippers side, um, I mean, everything I've read is Wes Brook is going to make his debut in this game. Um, the guy that I love here, okay, like I don't want to bury the lead because I'm going to talk about other stuff, but the guy that I love here is Mason Plumley. Um, 5,100 Mason Plumley. Plum Dog was doing awesome before getting moved um, with Charlotte. Zubak out. Uh, there, there's 35 minutes here from Plumley tonight. Um, so he was already playing around 20. Zubak is a 30-ish minute type of guy a night. So let's say, let's call it 32 minutes for Plumley at 5,100 against the Kings. Um, really like Plumley tonight. Um, where I don't know what I'm really expecting from like Paul George, Powell, Kawhi, and Westbrook playing together. I don't think it really matters too much for Plumley. He's going to get rebounds. He's going to get some easy looks. Um, so I like Plumley a lot at 5100. Yeah, that, that's a great call. Um, you should see, like you said, 30 minutes, 5100, just too cheap. Not scared of Sabonis on the other side at all. Kind of forgot about the Westbrook thing. So I I do think there's a ceiling here still, even alongside Westbrook for either Kawhi or, or PG. Um, I don't know. It's it's tough to say how this team is going to look, it, especially if Westbrook starts. Like then I'd be I'd be even more hesitant if Westbrook starts. If Westbrook is coming off the bench, then I would it would be all systems go for me. Um, and I I think I lean Kawhi over PG. I know he's more expensive, but He's been finding that ceiling just a little bit more often. Um, but with if Westbrook jumps in that starting lineup, it's going to be hard to play these guys. Um, kind of want to see what that looks like before before taking shots. There's there's a lot of good spots, like you said, on this plate. Uh, but love the Plumlee call. All right, let's play the morning grind game. We got some pressure um, after yesterday's podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we like to finish out the season with, uh, you know, some or the season the week man listen i'll be better on monday i'm i'm not used to doing podcasts it's only been like um, three days all right favorite play under 5k to go 7x who do you got today um there's a bunch of them there's plenty there is um i think deshaun next starts I'm, i'm pretty confident in that uh he's minimum price against golden state we'll see if golden state is resting people um but we know there's no um jalen green or kevin porter jr so nick should have a, a massive role here today i'm gonna stay in that same game and go washington really like the spot for him he's minimum salary and i i really hope he's not chalk i really came into the podcast thinking that he was going to be popular but i think you might have changed my mind as far as ownership you haven't changed my mind about playing him but um i, I think the ownership could potentially be down which is nice over 8K to go under 5X. Who is your bust today? Uh, give me Trey Young. Just a brutal matchup against Cleveland. He's 9,600. Um, Murray is healthy. So tough spot for Trey. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm leaning Porzingis. I, I don't love this spot for Porzingis. Um, I'm going to go Porzingis today. Even if Beal plays or doesn't play. Favorite 6X play today. Who do you got? Give me Shingoon. It's time for him to start smashing again. Fantastic matchup. 7,500. All the shots that he he could possibly want. I like it a lot. I am hoping that my guy just plays 28 plus minutes. I'm hoping he gets a three-minute bump at least here. But give me Chris Middleton at 6,300. 
big price discount from Drew Holiday. Tough matchup against Miami. No, no Giannis potentially here. Uh, give me Drew or give me Middleton at a discount to Drew. Let's get weird GPP play of the day. I mean, yeah. Who do you got today? I don't think anyone, after talking about that game, I don't think anyone's playing Kawhi Leonard with Russell Westbrook there. I think Kawhi can still get up, get over on the Kings. Um, a lot of good spend-up options. I'm, I'm going to have some Kawhi, though. We don't even know how much they'll play together. I don't expect Westbrook to start, um, for what it's worth. I, there was some stuff floating around Thursday night that that uh, Lou was leaning towards starting him, but to be determined, for sure. I could see him going either way. All right. Maybe, maybe. I mean, my let's get rid of GPP play today is Sadiq Bay from the Atlanta Hawks, 4,600 new coach. Uh, John Collins already ruled out with the concussion protocol. I feel like this is a great opportunity for Bay with his new team to get a really solid minute share. Um, so I'm going to go Sadiq Bay. I'm going to take some tournament shots on him today. Uh, any bets standing out to you here the night before? Uh, give me the over on Charlotte, Minnesota. I was expecting that one to be up near like 238. It's sitting at 232 and a half when I saw it. So like I mentioned, two top five teams in pace. A um, little more scoring coming back for Charlotte potentially with Oubre. They've struggled on the offensive end. Hopefully he can give them a boost, but over 232 and a half Charlotte, Minnesota. I... So there, I, I looked everywhere. Nothing up yet, but um, I'm going to be looking... Like as soon as I wake up tomorrow, um, I'm gonna be looking at trying to find Sangoon's point rebound and assist number because it's not gonna be high enough. So um, that is one that I'm definitely leaning towards. There wasn't a ton of stuff up. We don't even have a ton of lines out yet, so I don't really have like a strong lean like I did yesterday. You know, New Orleans plus five and a half. Don't have that strong lean. Uh, Zach Collins over twenty one and a half. Like we we listen. We we had a good little Thursday. Hope everyone has a fantastic Friday. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. Uh, if you're hanging out in the NASCAR streets, I'll be over there um, Saturday and Sunday. More likely on Sunday because it looks like it's going to rain all day Saturday at the track. So um, be hanging out over there on Sunday. So that's going to wrap it up for today, for Friday. We'll be back Monday talking more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.